0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Makers, together and loving it.
1: TNC's apply. From W.R. Pedicini, off London, Jefferson. The parameter offload. There's been a couple. and Luai with the ball Tego Pedicini tackle, kick out a kick kick out the kicker he's kick out it over the line for Taylor to score now Brighton Cleary and Yeo, for Luai they're moving the chess pieces around Kent now. Blinken and it Bay for the corner well kick out Loses it, Brown, Gutherson, nice step, great ball, great step, it's great all round for Parramatta. Madison scores it. The adrenaline shot, and then the is bounce, it's on for Parramatta, oh the Brown, didn't see time coming, he got it down I guess, by his celebrations, the ball popped up, that's quite extraordinary. That's great for. They're on halfway. Got dead into Parramatta's half now. Edwards with it. If they're talking about one shot, we got it's got to be right there. Cleary's in position. There it is. 24 minutes out. Cleary, not his best. Has hit the post and has gone over the dead ball
2: line. Yes, that is from the Eels win over the Panthers. You're with James Magnuson, Steve O'Keefe. And Jaleesa Abs, what an upset this was. I can't, I don't know what to make of the Eels. I mean, they lose to the Tigers a few weeks ago and now they're beating the Panthers.
3: Mm, i was super impressed by the Eels. They just absorbed so much pressure throughout that game. Panthers were rushing off their line, absolutely smashing them. They couldn't get out of their own half. but They just found a way. Um, and, and like I said earlier, for mine now, they've properly thrown their hat in the ring for premiership contenders. Uh, you know, I'm... I'm on the Eels train for sure.
0: It's just hard to follow, isn't it, Julissa? Like you said, you know, they had that one point loss to the Tigers, the Tigers at yeah. home. yeah. And yeah. you're thinking like, geez, are they going to be a top four contender when you're losing to the Tigers given that mm. was their first win in so long? Then they went away and they dusted the Knights, you know, 38-2. to uh, And then get beaten again. Get pumped get by the Cowboys, just, Cowboys yeah. which, which was their own home game up north, which it. it didn't seem like it there was more Cowboys fans up there than
2: I think the humidity had a lot to do well, with
0: Well yeah. it's hard to travel you can't underestimate when your team's got to get on the road and go all the way out there for a home game in completely foreign conditions which would have seemed a little bit different for the Cowboys and then they come back and they put on what was a finals worthy mm. you know performance Dylan Brown back in the six defend Big I difference. think Isaiah Papalii would probably go unnoticed but I think he had his numbers were something incredible 180 Run metres, forty-eight tackles, three yep. tackle busts, line yep. breaks—like his numbers were just outstanding. So you know that's the potential of that side. And not only mm. was it a great performance, it knocked off Penrith's. What was it? It would have been twenty-one 20 wins, something runs, wins yeah. in a row at home. Yeah, which is just—I don't think they've heard of such a win streak since the the, the Dragons back in the the Halcyon days uh, in the you know the sixties and 70s. So, would you say that was the game of the year so far? Mm. Wow.
2: To do, it in, at Panther, to do it in front of their Panthers' home ground yeah. it was pretty incredible.
3: Yeah. I, I, I said it on yesterday's show, but I think that was a good game for the Panthers to lose. Remember last year when the Storm went on that huge winning streak and they didn't lose a game until that, that major semi? Yeah, I think sometimes coming, the pressure you? just builds and builds mm. and builds and it's almost like you're due a loss. Mm. They had Ivan Cleary miss the game due to COVID. So clearly can go, I'm still unbeaten this year <laughs> <laughs> as no, a coach. I Ivan missed because
2: he had an infection in his knee. Oh, okay. So he was, so his, um, at his coach, uh, press conference, when was it? must've been Friday. He was hobbling. Yeah. Okay. Like Cause could,
3: I noticed Seraldo wasn't there either.
2: No, I think he missed because of COVID. Okay. Um, but he was hobbling. He could barely move. Yeah. And he said he just had an injection in, but now he's actually got an infection. Ah, in, in okay. The knee, so. Yeah. So um,
3: not so, a bad one for Panthers to lose, I think. And that'll sort of wake them up before the, the storm game this weekend.
2: Yeah. Uh it really was those tries um to Madison and Dylan Brown that mm. um sealed the win and Dylan there was no doubt Dylan Brown looked uh much better back in and the eels looked a lot better with him back in the halves. I mm. found the criticism of Jake Arthur. Incredibly frustrating during the week when people were saying it was nepotism. If anything, it was the opposite. Brad Arthur was looking at that side, going, "I can't put Jake in the centres; he's not good enough." Yeah. So where I I'm going to have to move Dylan, who can do it. it. Wasn't there was no nepotism there at all. That was no, I think
3: yeah the the fact that it was the the, the coach's son. Just didn't help the situation, but
2: he just we, didn't have enough people. And yeah, Opaček comes out and he's straight out of the side.
3: Yeah, and Dylan Brown at five eight, he, like he's got to stay there at all costs. He's so good at five eight. He's really come of age this year. The other one that's a funny one for me is uh, Ryan Madison coming off the bench. I think Ryan Madison is needs nice to play more. Minutes. Oh, he's so good. He, I think he ran for over two hundred meters again on the weekend off the bench. Scored an awesome try. Um, I don't know why Brad Arthur prefers him off the bench, but I'd have a starting back row of Papa Lee and, and Ryan Madison with Nathan Brown at lock. For mine, that is a first-class uh, back row. But I don't know, maybe Sean Lane's got some got some goss on Brad Arthur. He's blackmailing him or something. I don't get that selection.
2: Um, Jonathan Thurston had a bit to say the the halftime on Nine's Friday Night Football. Let's take a listen to his spray.
1: The knock-on that I believe down here that the referees missed. You can't let them go. Here it like is. This, here it is. Oh! <laughs> Goodness. No. There's two touch judges, a referee, and a bunker. No. We cannot be missing that in big games. I'll tell you what. It cannot happen. (laughs) You can understand why Brad Arthur was fuming in the tunnels at halftime. Oh, Kick-Out knew it it too. You can see the look on Kick-Out's face. (laughs) 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 This is the NRL. Yeah, you tell me. better than that.
3: It can't happen. Was
2: that Todd Payton (laughs) or Jonathan Thurston? I mean, in the end, it didn't have much of an effect on the game, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was certainly the right
3: Oh, that was a howler. That was a howler. But but you know what? I almost rathered that they just kept playing on rather than the bunker come in three plays later and call it back. It, It let the game flow, but that was an absolute howler.
0: But it is, and I said this, I had this comment last week, that they're just not going to be perfect, and even the bunkers not, and the expectation is that they are perfect because they do get all the, you know, the, the feedback and the different looks at it. I just think you've got to drop the expectation that these are humans, even with replays, are going to make mistakes. Mm. It's, it's, it's cold comfort when your team gets done, i.e. Ricky Stewart and the Raiders, you know, with the with Matt Lodge going down with, a you know, basically faking it. Um, so, yeah. you know, you can understand the frustration as a punter and as a player, but it is part of the game and that's just, you just got to get on with it. You
3: know, who gets a, it seems like a free pass in the officiating world, mm. the touch judges. Yeah. We never talk about them. No, there was a touch judge, arrive. there was a touch judge right there looking at that kick out thing yeah. and we've never even spoke about it. We went straight to, Oh, who was the ref? The ref should get dropped. Who yeah. was, who was in the video ref's box? So like the touch judges they don't have a lot to look for, right? And so when someone drops the ball in front of you, it's it's a pretty big blunder, but we
0: yeah I don't know. they did we have a lot more them. involvement with forward passes, and then they got a couple that were dicey and were wrong. And all, it's almost like they just, they're they're just pretend off. yeah they just said right we're not even going to going to go there, and we're yeah. sort of like like a say a cricket euphemism like a wicketkeeper does their best job when they go unnoticed. So yeah. it's like if they're not talking about the touchies, yeah. then the touchies must well, be having a good game. But what we're finding at the moment is yeah. same with the Crichton one with you know, the knock on against the doggies last week. is like they're they're two meters away. Mm. You know I
3: think my, one of the biggest roles of the touch judge right used to be looking at going touching goal when someone was scoring a try mm. now we've got the video ref they don't even really need to do that yeah. they just go oh i think it was a try we'll send it upstairs anyway so their their involvement in the game is
0: minimal more redundant than it's ever yeah. been isn't it? yeah
3: yeah yeah but the, I, I thought that it was more on the touchy to call that knock on from out. but we're not really speaking about it
2: Hey, the New South Wales government wants to bulldoze bulldoze Penrith Paceway to build a new Penrith Stadium. I have found this whole, um, particularly the grand final um, dance around Mm. moving it to Queensland just so funny because I think Buzz Rothfield pointed out on NRL 360, the New South Wales government loves this chat because then next year when there's election on, they can go, well, we had to put all this money into stadiums. Nobody get mad about that because we're going to lose a grand final.
0: Stuart is. They They they, they actually quietly want that. You know, conversation being held out in the public arena for that for that exact reason. So, they're, what they're looking to knock over the paceway. What's out the paceway? That's a, the trotters, Yeah, trotters, trotters. It's, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, knock that over. They can then continue to play games at home whilst mm. built a new high, state-of-the-art facility that's sort of resembling what Parramatta have oh, at okay. the moment. Um, yeah. But it's going to be the, You know, the cost is. Astronomically huge. Now you try and get that past the average citizen. 50
2: million.
0: Yeah. You know, when.
2: stadium would cost 450.
0: 50. So then you've got teachers who want a 2% pay rise while inflation's at 6%. But no, we can just spend 500 million on another stadium out yeah. west. So say, I don't know if you're going to get that past I the think, average Joe who's. I
3: think part of the allure of it.
0: Panthers at the moment and, and
3: that stadium, right, is that. The tickets are numbered and they keep selling out, so everyone's trying to get tickets to to the Panthers Stadium. If it's bigger and there's unlimited tickets, it might not have the same urgency to to get there. After
2: the break, we wrap the round nine chat and look ahead to the Storm and Dragons. Call one 70, Text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six.